welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. Are we all doing? Are we doing voices today? What are we, what are we doing? What are you talking? About? All right, here we go. All right, it's uh, Chami. Hey, Jamming. So we, me and Jamming, did record our uh, part in uh, the Geekdom Fancast's uh, summer movie wager results show. So keep an eye on that on their podcast channel, uh, on their Facebook page, blah blah blah. Uh, yes, it was a very productive episode. <laughs> yeah, so keep an eye on that. So. Uh, what do you used to wake up? An alarm clock, a radio clock, a phone app? No, just naturally. Naturally? Just, yeah, my natural clock usually wakes me up around 6.30 to 7 o'clock. You mean your internal clock? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Pretty impressive. I actually yeah. use an alarm clock. Mm-hmm. Because I stay up late enough, I, I need something to wake me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, once in a while, I'll wake up before the alarm clock rings, but mm-hmm. I just let the alarm clock ring me over the weekend, uh, I came to a situation where I wake up. I woke up at like a nine something in the morning mm-hmm. when I had the alarm clock set for seven or nine, mm-hmm. and then I was like, uh, "Why didn't the alarm clock wake me up?" Mm-hmm. Now, as as a bit of context here, I use the Alarmy app for my phone, mm-hmm. and the Alarmy app requires you. Well, I have it set to require me to take a picture of something to to turn off the alarm. Okay. All right. All right. So. My picture is in the bathroom, mm-hmm. so it forces me to get out of bed to go to the bathroom okay. to take a picture of the, of the things mm-hmm. to turn off my alarm. Is a specific picture you need to take a picture of? Uh, I I just use my my phone case, oh, okay. so I just need my phone case in the in the. That's uh, interesting. All right. In the in the alarm is not good enough for you, huh? The knee, d d d d. It's not yep. good enough for you. All yep. Right. I I need something to get me out of bed. All right. So when it didn't wake me up, I'm like, what the hell happened? Right. Because <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, like I had to take all the steps to yeah. turn it off. So. Mm-hmm. Presumably it went on, right? Yeah. And then, I, and then I tested it out throughout the rest of the morning. Like every hour I would set the alarm and see if it will turn on. And sure enough, it was turning on. So uh-huh. how does that explain that I missed the 7 o'clock alarm? So either A, I was sleepwalking yeah. and I turned it off mm-hmm. via sleepwalk. Or B, uh, just the alarm just glitched out and did turn on at the time. Which would be a problem in, sometime in the future when I need to, when I need yeah. to wake me up to go to work. Right, so how about you use a regular alarm in your in your in your phone? You have an app for a thing for or in your phone. You Is that enough? Extra... You, I I like hitting the snooze button. Uh-huh. All right, but you know what people do? They put an alarm for let's say you want to wake up at seven o'clock, set another one at seven ten, someone at seven. Yeah, you know, seven it's called a snooze button. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. If you want to take all these extra steps, all right. Well, I mean, that's what I've been doing to get out of bed. Yeah, how'd that like, work out you know, for you? Well, this time around, apparently I, I can sleepwalk through the alarm now. Yeah, I'm just saying, except, <laughs> except before you do any kind of extraordinary measures and stuff like that, just do the basic stuff first. You want know, the basic alarm in your, uh, in your uh, what do you call it, in your phone first. All right. But did you, uh, so you missed the thing? Did you actually miss whatever appointment you had over the weekend? No, no, no. It, it, it was, it was Sunday. It was, yes, it was uh, yesterday after this recording. You uh-huh. know, I don't really have huge plans. Mm-hmm. It, it's just the fact that I wanted to wake up earlier. That's all. Really? I, I missed two hours, and then I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's okay. weird. Well, well, this is a different conversation than you're a bit of a psychopath. You really want to wake because my whole thing is like, if I need to be somewhere on the weekends, that's the only time I set an alarm. I was, I was thought you were thinking about like, you know, regular Monday through Friday, like workday stuff. You know, what I mean, for the workday stuff, actually, I don't set an alarm at all. I naturally wake up at 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 uh, at six thirty and stuff like that. You know, what I mean, and on the weekends. Even though I wake up at six thirty uh, during the week uh, during the weekdays and stuff like that, uh, I can uh, sleep through on uh, Saturday Saturday morning and Sunday morning. 
Okay. I usually wake up around nine or something like that. If I want to sleep through a weekend or a day in a weekend, it would be something from like midnight to eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do any more than that because I, I feel like I just wasted some hours of my oh, you're of busy my man. time off. You got things to do. I I do. I am a busy man. I got <laughs> things to do. It's it's a it's a constant thing for me. Yeah. But it is weird. I mean, if I can, if I if I'm sleepwalking through this, it's gonna be a pro. Well, that's a whole that's a whole other discussion. Yeah. Like oh well. Anyways, on this episode, mm-hmm. uh, I am going to be talking about my reactions to Android ten. Uh, what? My reactions to Android ten. Oh, we're doing the Android thing. Oh, oh yes, we are. Lord. We sure are. Uh, we're going to talk good about Lord in we're going to talk about Netflix and their numbers. Uh, some stuff. They got from- up. They got up really. Yeah, the Netflix numbers bounced back. They they had a downturn in the last quarter, but they bounced. Up. Are they with stocks or subscription? subscriptions? Oh, yeah. Subscriptions. Okay. I thought this we were talking about. Sorry. No, no, no. Different, different kind of numbers. Oh, okay. Uh, of course, what's going on segment, and then we are going to be talking about uh, it chapter two at the mm-hmm. top of the hour for uh, spoilers, please. Mm-hmm. All right, on with the show. All right, so last week, uh, as of this recording, Android 10 officially came out for the Pixel phones and the uh, the Google Pixel phones and the uh, Essential phone. Those are the only two phones that got it day one. So uh, if you didn't know, Google Pixel phones are pretty much the iPhones of Android, right? So if you want, are those the ones? Are those the ones that 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 uh, we caught that caught on fire or, or not? Mm, no, I oh, don't okay. think so. Okay. You're talking about Samsung again. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> this is why I'm saying don't get Samsung. <laughs> so that we're not we're talking we're, talking, we're not talking about the ones where they they, they set on fire. Right? They couldn't you couldn't travel with them on an airplane for from a few years ago, right? Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. That, 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 that was definitely a Samsung phone. Okay, okay. And I know iPhone went through the same thing too, but whatever. Sure. Uh, normally I'll I'll be talking about this to Ruti because Ruti is less prejudiced about about what, what kind of phones people. I have. am completely unbiased <laughs> and stuff like that. I. I have no, I have no dog in the, in the fight. But I do want to do a rundown real quick of Android Ten. Sure. Um, when when iOS thirteen has its final re- release, I want Jamming and Ruti to do one. Sure. So, but for Android Ten, I'm going to go ahead and do my really quick run run through. If you have any questions, Jamming, because you're mm-hmm. apparently unfamiliar with Android. Um, it's been, I think, it's been more than decades since I had Android. Phones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, really big, uh, some major changes in, uh, well, major and minor changes in Android. Uh, the battery percentage is is handled differently now for for Android. So what they do now is once in a while they say like approximately your phone will last this long, kind of thing. So that's sure. what they're doing now for the battery. Mm-hmm. Um, night sight. So it's a countdown. It's like, wait, it's like a countdown. Not a countdown. Yeah. It, it'll just tell you like based on your usage, this is when your battery is probably gonna run out. So so what? Are, so it's a you you opt into that. It's it's default now. It's default. So you, so you can still switch to. What just the the what do you call it? The, the the line? You can you can like default it where it also shows the percentage. Mm-hmm. The Google Google the phone will tell you like you have this much left. Oh, okay. and like it matters because your phone can last this many hours. Yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Right. So it's like fine. I guess I guess you're trying to play with digital well being sure. stuff. Like you know, not having people be so paranoid about their battery life. Um, the, oh, me personally, this isn't this is maybe a tangent, but if it's less than thirty, I, I do freak out. It's like, what's the point? I, I was like, if I'm out and it's like less than thirty, I'm not near a wire. I'm like, I have to go home, guys. That's just, I'm, I'm out of here, guys. Yeah, you see, you see, for me, if it hits thirty, I usually put on battery saver mode. Yeah, and I leave it at that, right? Um, a night sight is officially part of the main functions of the camera app because before you had to go to a menu to do night sight. Sure. Now night sight is actually part part of the the rolling options for camera, like mm-hmm. like like uh, selfies and sure. and uh, portrait mode or whatever. So it's now you can just go straight to night sight if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, dark mode. Dark mode is now official, uh, officially baked in into Android. Before you had to get like uh, a different launcher, or you have to like root the device and get a different skin or whatever, or different ROM. But now it's baked into Android, 
So dark mode is now available. I like dark mode, much preferred. Uh, as people say, since your AMOLED screen doesn't eat up a lot of, uh, eats up more battery when there's a lot of white. Mm -hmm. So dark mode actually helps with the battery life. Yeah. Right. So there's that. Um, they have more refined notification control. Uh, Google has always been really good with notification. That's what I really liked about Android. Uh, now, now they, they have like a silent notification, which is kind of weird. So basically you can, you can make notifications be quiet. It'll pop up a notification bar when you scroll it down, mm -hmm. but it won't really uh, alert you if you don't really want it to. You can like click on it and give it an option of like mm -hmm. uh, silent this or snooze this or... Can't you put on... Is there a vibrate option? There's a vibrate option yeah, too. There you but mm -hmm. they're, they're, you, know, you, you know how it is. You, you, get, you get notifications that you don't really want to see. Yeah. Well, they give you the option. Like, well, you don't really want to see the notification. So, mm -hmm. hey, we can just make it a silent notification or we can just not, have, not show you the notification at all. As far as I know, I think that all the push notifications I, uh, on my iPhone is just all, all silent and no vibrate either. It just shows up, I think. Oh, okay. Whether I have it on my phone on silent or not, I think. I actually haven't paid that close attention, but I think it's all silent, but yeah. Okay. Uh, they, on, the, on the notification, they also if I get text, there's also a thing called Smart Reply. Mm -hmm. um, it's now officially part of any messaging. Before, it used to just be Android messages. Now, you can work with WhatsApp. You can work with Facebook Messenger. They give you like Smart Reply suggestions for all of that. Uh, not only that, but if you receive a link through a messaging app, uh, they, they'll, not, they'll now have a button where you can press on the suggested links based on that app they sent you, like, or if a map address or whatever, it'll be right there notification. So you don't have to like go to any other menu to get to that thing. So that's good. Location permission have also improved a lot. Uh, it will tell you if an if an app is using is checking your location without you even using the app. Uh -huh. So when that happens, you can you can have it set up to don't get my location, or you can set up to only get my location if I'm using the app at the, at the particular time. So that's that's good. Is there like a thing where you list that list all the apps that's that's sort that's using your location? Is that what it is? You can go to the menu. Uh, you can go to the settings and look at that yourself. Mm -hmm. Or once in a while, a notification will pop up and it'll say, "Oh, Instagram just checked your lo your location at this time." That's, and, that's interesting. You know, and, and you weren't using Instagram at that particular yeah. moment, right? That's actually a feature that I would like. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I have like you know like most people have like dozens of apps on my phone. Right. I, who knows which one is? You know, when you sign up and you you hit all the agree stuff. Who knows at what point did you say, oh, they, they can use a GPS and locate you and stuff like that. iOS 13 is going to have that. You, know, yeah. you don't have the beta, beta for iOS 13? I don't think I've, I think, I don't think, I don't think I've downloaded it yet. Okay. What got. I'm pretty it, sure it has it, where, where it will only do this thing when you're actually using it. I I, uh, I set up, uh, I see a notification saying, uh, you know, 13 or something like that's available. I haven't clicked on it yet, though. Okay. Like yeah. It's still in beta. I sure. That's the thing. Um, Privacy settings. There's now there's now a, an actual dedicated setting for privacy settings in settings where you can look at all your apps and see what what it actually takes from you. Mm -hmm. There's a toggle there about ads as well, so you you can turn it off. Mm -hmm. You know, so so the, the privacy settings kind of neat because it's also part of the location thing where you know you want to make sure it's not spying on you. In quotes, mm -hmm. uh, the biggest thing that a lot of people are are having growing pains with Android 10 is the new gesture na navigation. In the beginning, there was four buttons you press. It was the home button, the back button, the menu button, and the and the recent app button, and then mm -hmm. they, they and then they merged it into three buttons: just the home, the back button, and the recent app button. And then it became a hybrid gesture plus button thing, mm -hmm. where it's the a gesture pill and a, and the back button. And then now it's just a gesture. Oh, <laughs> so so oh, my head's spinning. So at first I'm like, I don't think I want to do that. Yeah. But I kind of figured, well, I'm going to learn it. And then I learned mm -hmm. it in a day. And I'm like, okay, I think I can work with this. Mm -hmm. So it, it's really simple. At the bottom of the screen, you go left and right for the change mm -hmm. the app. Uh, if you want the app launcher, you just swipe up. Uh, the biggest thing is if you want to go uh, back, 
because Android, unlike iPhone, Android has a dedicated back button, mm-hmm. right? Which has always been useful to me. Uh, now the back button is the side of the screen. You swipe, you swipe from the side towards the towards the center of the of mm-hmm. the phone, and that's the that's the back button. Now yeah. the problem is that Android also has a menu function for certain apps. Yeah, like Mac. Where where you have like you can press a menu and a, a menu side a side mm-hmm. menu opens up in an app like Gmail mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you slide from the side, you can't get that app anymore. You, you have go. to always press the button now. It's fantastic. But so my suggestion this is a lot of this is something that a lot of people are still learning how to do it. My suggestion right now, if you listen to this and you're figuring it out, swipe at a 70 degree angle from the side, and then it'll now pop, I'm doing math. It'll pop up Lord. the side menu. Holy mackerel! Try it. You you you'll see. It's actually quite simple yeah. now. Um, there are, slide. I have to carry a slide ruler or something like that. What do, what do <laughs> it doesn't have to be exactly seventy yeah. percent. And also, uh, to be fair, actually, I hate the fact that the iPhone ten and above, whatever, doesn't have like a home button and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't. Ha- you I don't just ha- swipe from the button. Yeah, but I don't like. I don't like that. So, I I like the fact that there should be a dedicated home button and stuff. Like that. There should be one button. At least. Well, we lost that yeah. too. But then yeah. we have the option to go back. Yeah. That, that that is one thing. We do have the option mm-hmm. to switch back to the mm-hmm. previous one. But I actually kind of like the way that iPhone started with, which is like yeah. there's no button. I'm I'm getting used to it. I've I have an iPhone seven, I believe, and I so I haven't upgraded to the ones where there's like no button yet. But uh, the few times I use my brother's, he has an iPhone ten and stuff. Like uh, I've used uh, his phone and stuff like that. I don't like it. I just like yeah. It's like, yeah. Okay. Is it that big a deal? I, do I need that much? I I rather sacrifice the, the 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 screen space for that button than anything else. And stuff yeah, like that. that isn't the modern way of looking. Yeah, at I, know. I know. I know. It's, I know. I know. It's antiquated. Five years from I, after I get iPhone ten and stuff like that, uh, and I use it for for a while. I I know I'll get past it. You know what I mean? It's it's an antiquated thing. I I recognize you know, that everybody's anti bezel now. Yeah, but which I, I don't get. I mean, bezels are there for a reason. I mean, just let it be, right? Yeah. I'm I, I'm I'm okay with like a dedicated button. So, but anyway, no, no, that's that's, that's, that's a fair thing. I know Jessica upgraded to Android ten, and she still uses the old like dedicated button stuff. Yeah. and she doesn't. She does, she has no intention of changing from that. Yeah, but like I said, they give you the option, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, some some internal stuff like hardware updates. I know a lot of people talk about. Uh, Android fragmentation and blah 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 blah. Well, if you get the Google Pixel, you don't have to worry about that. It's no, it's no different than buying an iPhone where you don't have to worry about whether you get updates or not. The Google Pixel will get updated. I updated my Pixel One, which came out three years ago, and that was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, they all have, they have this thing called Google Play System updates now, which is part of Project Mainline. Essentially, this is targeting all those other phones that aren't playing ball with Google in terms of the updates. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna they're gonna finally finally start getting people to get the updates without having to go through Samsung or to HTC or whatever, Google will give it to them directly, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is also a spinoff from Project Treble, which is which is changed the framework of Android to accommodate that kind of stuff. So the couple of issues I have right now is Do Not Disturb. They made it even more Do Not Disturb than it used to be. Before mm-hmm. it used to be so like, you can modify Do Not Disturb to whatever you want. Now yeah. it's like, when you mean Do Not Disturb, we really mean Do Not Disturb. Oh, okay. Like if I'm listening to music and I had Do Not Disturb on, it'll turn off in 10 minutes. I don't want that. No. <laughs> like, okay. like I want to be disturbed by my music. Okay. So now I don't, I don't really use the disturb anymore. I only use it when I go to the movie theater because I press that button and then my phone is just quiet. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I guess um, some other app functions that, that hasn't showed up yet, which will show up later on, is live captions. If you're looking at a video or any or a podcast or whatever, there's an option to have live captions. So you can have like, closed captioning on anything that has audio on oh. your phone. This helps for a lot of people who who look who watches things that in silence. Yeah, and then you can have the closed caption playing right there. Right, you're talking about people who uh, who fool around at work is what you're saying. Correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there, there there's a bunch of stuff. I mean, Android 10 is compatible with foldables, but I don't plan to get a foldable. 
Um, Why? I've heard nothing but good things about Photo Bowl. <laughs> yeah, right. Good Lord. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll let's have some play with that. But uh, there's all these other things. Uh, also, another thing they also promised, Google Assistant will also... You know how Google Assistant can now call restaurants to make reservations for you? Mm-hmm. Now, they can, now they can handle you being on hold. So, if you're, if you're put on hold... Google will keep an eye on it for you. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's nice. Yeah. Sure. Right. So that's, that's pretty much it. That's, that's essentially my reaction from Android 10. There's a bunch of other stuff. You can always click on the link to find out the other stuff, but that's my general reaction. Uh, generally, the get your notification is what people are hanging up on right now in my session is for the side menu. Mm-hmm. Either press the button or do the 70 degree button side yeah, thing or whatever. All right. Well, <laughs> you've convinced me. Um, after, my, this, after this iPhone, I'm going to go back to Android. Shits and giggles. Uh, oh, speaking of update though, I did update my my I think like six year old uh to Android Oreo, which is eight, which is uh, Android eight, I believe. I thought you had a a, a fairly new. Uh, no, tablet. no, I've been using an old tablet for the oh, longest really? time. Oh, yeah, okay. it's like it's, it was like so slow to get to the point where I couldn't use Instagram, I couldn't use YouTube. So I'm like, well, either I buy a new tablet, or I'm gonna chuck this. And then I was like, well. You know what? I'm gonna go. Man- I'm gonna manually update it, and then I updated it to the the, the most I can get is uh, Android eight, mm-hmm. and it works. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like it still works. It kind of it kind of gave it new life. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna buy iPad Mini, but I think now I'm gonna see how far this can go. Now <laughs> it's been it's been six years, so I'm All like, right. well, let's see if I can make it ten years. <laughs> there you go. All right, and that's Android ten. All right, so you know how recently this past year Netflix has been releasing viewership number like mm-hmm. Bird Box that got this many very selective, ex- very very, that's selective, very yeah. favorable to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, did you notice it's always a Netflix uh, uh, owned show? Right. Okay, that's a good point. It right. is right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even, but even even the Stalker one last year, um, My you? Hunter? I think it's oh, no. you, right? You, yeah, okay. And that that's Netflix own that now. No, they, I don't think they, they were sharing numbers for that show too. I thought the other, when, the, when the other network gave it up, did they gave the full rights to uh, I don't know. Netflix? I don't know. Wait, hold on. Is Stranger Things a Netflix show? Yes, it is. It that, is. That one is a Netflix okay, show, for sure. sure. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so so people were like wondering, why are they giving out numbers? Like, mm-hmm. And then how does the numbers count? Apparently, according to Netflix, you have to watch 75% of an episode for it to count as okay. a view, right? Which is, which is significant. 75% is pretty significant. That's a lot. Yeah. That's like what? Like 35 minutes of a show and then you're like, oh, I'm done. It's pretty, it's, it's a lot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? So, because I give up on a show way before that. So, right, yeah. right. So, 35 minutes is actually pretty significant for an hour short. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I, mean, I guess it's more like 40%, right? Or 40 mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah. Anyways, so I have my conspiracy theory about this, right? Mm-hmm. The reason why they gave uh, number, uh, audience numbers for you mm-hmm. is to tell people, like, hey, if your network in cable TV is not, it's going to dump you. Right. We, we can offer you this many uh, audience members mm-hmm. for your show, mm-hmm. right? So that, that, that's a little bit of something for Netflix to go like, come to us yeah. if you want to have more people watching you. Yeah. Uh, Bird Box is a movie. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, yeah. that's a, that, I think I read that too somewhere. It's, it's a signal to uh, creators. You know what I mean? Like, hey, if, uh, if your network or your streamer doesn't believe in you, hey, we're here for you. Yeah, we'll, come to us. You know, we'll catch, we'll be your safety net. You come to us. You know what I mean? And then, you know, not only will we save your show, you'll be you'll be welcomed into Netflix family. So, you know what I right. mean? So, you know, whatever you, you show you have lined up and stuff like, you know, come to us. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have like the same amount of numbers, if not more than HBO does. Mm-hmm. So you have that captured audience yeah. watching your mm-hmm. thing. Um, for movies, for Netflix movies like Bird Box or whatnot, um, I think that's part of that's part of them saying that, hey, if your movie, if your if the movie studio thinks that your your movie it's not going to be seen by anybody on the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. We have this many people that's going to watch you on Netflix. Yeah. So I think that's one thing for them to to, right. to 
to brag that hey, we have this many mm-hmm. viewers watching Bird Box, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then the most recent one, Stranger Things. Okay, Stranger Things is a TV show. Um, of course, they would like they would like to brag about how many people watch their TV yeah. show, right? But I think it's more to that, and it has a lot to do with one of your pet peeves about movies and TV show. Mm-hmm. Product placement, yeah, right. So if they if they're going to try to convince uh, companies out there to to show their products in one of their TV shows or movies in Netflix, mm-hmm. they gotta tell them, hey, how many people are watching our stuff, right, right. And I think that's the reason why they're giving out numbers. It's like the reason why they give out the Super Bowl numbers, so they right. can so they 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 can gauge how much to charge uh, advertising and stuff like that. Yeah, which to me in in Netflix is even more. Shitty and egregious because it's a, it's a pay you're paying Netflix already. You know what I mean? They already have your money. They shouldn't supplement their income with product placement and stuff like that. And this goes, goes ugh, it makes me angry. Again. This goes back to our review of Stranger, Stranger Things season three. They they've had whole bits of scenes and dialogue sur- uh, uh, catered around uh, new Coke and stuff like that. Yes, <laughs> stop. It, it was so blatant. It's it so was gross. ridiculous. Yeah, but hey, Netflix needs money. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Really? Really? Seriously? Yeah, so I, I'm assuming we're going to see more numbers being shown by Netflix. Yeah. And, and it has a lot to do with product placement, mm-hmm. with uh, convincing TV shows to go there instead of like a typical cable network or having like directors and movie makers go to Netflix because, hey, you're, you have a captured audience watching your movie yeah. because the movie studio says, oh, that's not going to sell in movie theaters. Yeah. The next couple of years, it's kind of, it's, I mean, this is obvious, but the next couple of years, it's going to be, it's, things are getting really, really serious. I mean, you know, Disney Plus is launching. Uh, this, right. this year, uh, HBO Max is launching next year. Those are those aren't like uh, uh, CBS, you know, all access or DC, you know, those little apps and stuff like that. Those are major, major, major uh, players in the streaming wars and stuff like that. So yeah, it's gonna be it's it's something it's something else. It, it is weird though, because Disney Plus, to me, it looks like they're going by hey, subscribe to us for our content. Yeah, Netflix has gone beyond subscribe to us for our content to now hey, subscribe to us and hey, companies. Come to us as well. It yeah. seems like they, they finally forked out in their business strategy. And it's, it's not just trying to get subscribers now. Now they're trying to get companies to go there too. Mm-hmm. So, which I guess is a sound business plan from Netflix. But then there you go. As of this recording, it's currently 6.46 on September 9 in Cupertino, California. And it's time we take a look and see what's going on. Now, I do mention Cupertino, California because that's where Apple's from. What? Um, as of we're recording this day before the big Apple announcements, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. by the time you listen to this, Apple may have made their announcements already. Right. So, but then I give it a shout out. Hey, sure. you know, Apple event happening right now mm-hmm. or previously or whatever. Sure. But speaking of big products here, the chicken sandwich wars still going oh, okay. on. All right. All right. Uh, so here's some numbers: A Popeye sold an estimated 1,000 chicken sandwiches a day, doubling store traffic. Wait, did I get? How many chicken? Popeye sold an estimated 1,000 chicken sandwiches a day per franchise. Oh, that's right. Per so franchisee. That's like okay. for nationwide. That's <laughs> insanely low, man. So essentially, each store doubled their traffic because mm-hmm. of this chicken sandwich. Gotcha. Okay. Right? Um, now, McDonald's is jumping in. Are they really? Remember, remember, remember years ago, they used they released like a hot and spicy chicken sandwich? Yeah. Well, they're bringing it back. They're renaming it. And now they're releasing their own spicy chicken sandwich. Haven't they always had that $1 uh, chicken sandwich? They had, a, they had a chicken sandwich, yeah. Right, right, but, right. but that isn't enough. You need to have that specialty, whatever. Okay. Right. If you look at McDonald's version, it looks like a blatant ripoff of Popeye's. Fair enough. Because it's like, I think it even has the pickles in it and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Right. So, so McDonald's is jumping into the fray, right? <laughs> uh, at the moment that Popeye's is like, we don't, we're out of chicken sandwiches. Yeah. Right. Except for celebrities. Um, Jack in the Box. Oh, <laughs> They're jumping into the chicken sandwich war too. 
And now they're going to have a chicken sandwich with four chicken patties. <laughs> four chicken patties. I'm getting a heart attack just thinking about it. Oh, <laughs> Lord. So I, I have no interest in McDonald's. I have no interest in uh, Jack in the Box chicken sandwiches. Like I said, um, uh, Chick-fil-A is, still has a, for, for, for what it is, it's a delicious chicken sandwich. I, I, have, I still haven't had the Popeyes yet. Once it comes back in the store and the lines are less crowded, I'm sure I'm willing to stop by. Well, you know, honestly, just for the fact that Popeyes have a pickles and McDonald's have pickles, mm-hmm. I'm kind of swaying more to Chick Fil A again because I don't need pickles in my chicken sandwich. Yeah. I yeah. know a lot of people said that actually makes it better. Not to me. I don't know how I'm, it would be to me person. either. I don't like. I don't like pickles in general. In general, and then when I order a chicken sandwich from uh, Chick Fil A, I actually ask them to take out the, the pickles. I'm not, mm. I'm not a big pickles fan. Okay. Yeah. Well, speaking of places to eat, Jumba Juice has dropped the juice from its name. They're not just going to be called Jamba. Oh, I think it's called, they're going to be called Jumbo. Like, wait, <laughs> Jumbo. That's, that's something else, man. Jumba. Jamba. Because, right. because essentially, if you ever go to Jamba Juice nowadays and you look at the juice menu, it's very small. Yeah. Like, there used to be a time where me and Jessica would go there like almost, almost every week and then she would always get a juice. Now, the past year, oh, our juicer's not working. Oh, our juicer's not working. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then the menu is like, oh, you're looking for the, the juice menu? It's over here. They give you a pamphlet. It's yeah. not even in the main menu anymore. Right, I can't remember the last time I actually ordered. I've in the dozens of times I've I've gone there, I've probably ordered it just maybe once or twice. Yeah, you know what I mean, so they're more known not for their smoothies. It's a smoothie, it's a smoothie right. place. It's so a that's that's place. the reason why they're changing it to just Jamba instead of Jamba Juice. Why don't they call it Jamba Smoothies? Well, smoothie no, because that limits them to smoothies now. They want to be able to have juice sure. still there and whatnot. Jamba, uh, but speak, Jamba. Speaking of names, we've all been calling the Dual Shocks X button the wrong name, and PlayStation UK has apparently had enough. Are you familiar with how the PlayStation uh, face buttons look like? Uh, no. Okay, so so you got you got essentially. Um, I may have a general idea. I mean, okay, so you you essentially got like the triangle, right? Right. You got. Oh, the, I know what the story is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you got the square, uh-huh. you got the circle mm-hmm. thing, and then you got the X thing, it's, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So apparently, Sony doesn't call it X. Yeah, they call it cross. It's an X for God's sake! Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. It's an X, for God's sake. It doesn't look anything like a cross. Well, why would you call it a cross anyway? Well, in Japan, when you cross something out, it's an X. Oh, my God. So I can see the origins of a cross. Yeah. Because for us, cross is Jesus. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. So that's why it's like, well, that doesn't make sense to us. It makes sense to them. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. It's an X, buddy. But the fact that they, but PlayStation UK would even mention that, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're joking or if they're just actually yeah. literally annoyed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're not going to call it a cross if we we're don't not, want to. It looks like an X. We're going to yeah, call it an X. And, and then they put this thing. Then what are you calling circle? We're calling it a circle. circle so it looks yeah. like a circle. Yeah, what's the, what's the alternative? O. No, it's a circle. <laughs> it's a circle. God damn it. There's no other letters. There's no other letters in the... Bu- in the bu- oh, it's X actually. But anyway, it's still, it's just, no, stop. Yeah. Everybody stop. Everybody stop. Knock it's, it off. Knock it off. Everybody stop. It's all right. Speaking of gaming, EA's infamous defense of Battlefront 2's awful grind back in 2017 wins a Guinness World Record. What it was was that it that that, that comment regarding regarding them defending their their uh, their grind system in Battlefront 2 uh, got the second most downvoted comment by more than 600,000 votes. Oh no, it outpaced it. I'm sorry. So in one as being the most downvoted comment on Reddit. I didn't know that was a, a thing that people can can like uh, yeah keep track of. Keep track of. <laughs> well, they keep track of of everything on Reddit, every every minutia possible, I guess. Yeah, I guess right. so. Hmm? So yeah, it was about the loot boxes in Battlefront Two. So no idea what any of those words mean, but yeah, okay, okay, okay. We'll be on that. Uh, speaking of disapprovement, uh, complaint is filed against a popular toy channel on YouTube 
that, that could lead to big ad changes. So apparently, uh, Ryan's Toy Box. Never are you familiar with that? Basically, he's like this kid in 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 uh, on YouTube. Ryan, oh, Ryan's Toy Review. Okay. His parents would buy him a toy, and he'll open oh, up the sure. toy, and he'll play with the toy. I get the premise. Yeah, he, he's subscribed by millions of kids. Uh -huh. Kids go to his YouTube channel to see if they want a toy or not. Mm -hmm. He is. Don't tell, he, don't tell me it's it's fixed. Don't tell, don't tell me they they give him the kid. A little he has something. his own products now too because it got so famous, right? No, no, it's not that it's fixed. Uh -huh. uh, the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, had stepped it. They filed a complaint with the FTC. Oh, no. The group Truth in Advertising has filed a complaint with the FTC over one specific YouTube creator's channel, Ryan Toys Review, hosted by seven-year-old Ryan Kaji, run by the his kid, parents. The kid's seven? The kid's seven. He's oh. a millionaire at seven years old. Oh, my God. I'm going to go home and uh, spank my uh, nephew. Time to get, get on it. <laughs> the complaint states that Kaji's parents did not disclose paid sponsorships from companies like Chuck E. Cheese and Hardee's. When the channel did uh, properly disclose based on sponsorship, they were written or voiced in a way that is impossible for preschool children to understand. Oh, so okay. essentially what they're saying is that, hey, they're advertising the kids. You need to follow the rules about advertising the kids. That's right. essentially what it is. It's the same kind of thinking behind, you know, when the, those influence, influencers on on, on uh, Instagram, they had to put hashtag ad and same thing like Twitter Correct. and stuff like that. They have to be upfront about the fact that they're getting paid. Or those, or those Viagra commercials, right, right Jamie? What? Excuse me. <laughs> okay, uh, it's gonna definitely be it's gonna definitely be a big change for YouTube for mm -hmm. a lot of those channels that are targeting for for kids. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but even the teenagers or the adults who have a kid audience, mm -hmm. they're gonna need to consider all those things, right? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, attempting to change things, Seven Eleven stores in LA are using classical music like Canon uh, to chase away homeless people. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't they chase away people too? Like, oh, uh, damn it. I know, seriously. <laughs> Number one, good job on punching down. I mean, <laughs> finally sticking to the homeless people and stuff like that. Uh, speaking of music, apparently streaming makes up 80% of the music industry's revenue now. Yeah, that makes sense. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Actually, you know, a lot of people subscribe to Spotify and YouTube music and not YouTube music, yeah. Apple music and all that other stuff. Uh, CDs are also still selling, right? But not as much because 80% now is owned by streaming music. You know, last Thursday night, I actually watched uh, Steven Universe, the, the movie, for my mm -hmm. nephew and stuff like that. And it's a musical and stuff like that. The music was great. It's exceptional and stuff and stuff like that. So anyway, I didn't even think for a second to get buy it on iTunes. I didn't think, even think for a second to get a CD or anything like that. Right. I just went directly to my Google Play, uh, Google Music. Yeah, Google like Play Music, which, Google, we get, which we get for free. Right. And then, you know, I you know it's there. I hit yep. the add it to my library and that's it. Never, yeah. yeah str it's streaming is it is what it is. Exactly. Plus, it's free. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> for us, it is. I pay 12, 12 bucks a month. It's part. If you, people, if you don't know, it's part of YouTube Premium. If you pay yeah. for YouTube Premium, which is ad free of YouTube, right. you get Google Play Music for free. You get YouTube Music for free. Yeah. It's twelve bucks a month. Basically. Ad free YouTube. It's yeah. worth it, people. Yeah. You don't know what you're missing until yeah, you go ad free YouTube. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of Apple Music, though, uh, Apple Music is now testing a website version of their service. So that, I think I think that's the one thing that's been missing from Apple Music is that they don't, like if you don't have an iPhone or or an iDevice, you can't really subscribe to Apple Music. No, that's not true actually. It's in Apple Music and Android. It is. It is. Apple oh, Music it, is an Android, but at least you, at least now he has like. But a, weren't they gonna cancel it? Or I'm thinking of something else. You might be thinking of something else. Might be something, anyway, yeah. Okay. Anyway, but for for a lot of people like at workplaces, <laughs> when they listen to Apple Music through the web browser or whatever, mm -hmm. now you now you kind of can. It's in beta right now, so they're playing around with it. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, it's good. And it, see, it brings it all back to Apple announcements and whatnot. Okay, and that's what's going on. 
Before we move on to the next topic, just in case the listeners actually care, Chao Meng, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5, uh, anything whowhatworsewhy.com. If you want to send us email, send it to whowhatworsewhy at gmail.com. If you want to leave a quick comment, leave it on our Instagram page, our Facebook page, or on the website itself. If you want to show your support, because we need it, head over to whowhatworsewhy.com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find them at the Y-Axis.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatworsewhy.com. All right, before we head into spoilers, uh, what is your non-spoiler impression of It Chapter 2? Well, uh, It Chapter 1 in 2017 was one of my favorite movies of the year. Mm-hmm. Not Did only it? that, I thought it was one of the best book-to-movie adaptations. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I love the pacing. I love the way it kind of unfolded, the story unfolded mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yep. Just like a great novel you, you would read and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Yep. And... It Chapter 2 had none. It's not that. It's, it's just none of that. I mean, it's serviceable. It's fine. If you want things loud, if you want things to jump in, front, jump in front of you and scare you, that's fine. If that's what you're looking for. Uh, Bill Hader is great. Mm-hmm. So if you go in with a certain uh, expectation, I think it's a movie for you. But in comparison to It Chapter 1, it's very lacking. I, I, was, I was actually kind of disappointed. Uh, it Chapter 1 was a very tight, well-made movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're right. A chapter two, not as tight, <laughs> not as well made. Uh-huh. Uh, however, it doesn't mean it was a bad movie. That's the thing. I, I don't think it was a bad movie. I actually quite enjoyed the movie with its flaws. You know, so it's like I, there are. It is flawed movie. Uh, it was kind of redundant in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. It does not justify its two hour forty five minute runtime. Not at all. Uh, but I enjoyed it. If you watch the first one, you, you may as well watch the second one. Might as well. Might as well. There's, there's really <laughs> That's a hell of an endorsement. You might as well. You might as well. There's no I mean, you're, but. You're already in for the first one. You might as well watch the second one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, our recommendation is if you've seen the first one, watch part two. Why not? If you haven't seen the first one, then I guess you could skip it. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. It's a hell of an endorsement. <laughs> let's head on to ours. Put that uh, on a poster. Yes. If you think you're someone who can just casually listen about a combo of a movie or a TV show you're missing, then I feel like I gotta warn you and this may not be in order. Don't be crying to us when you end up hearing a spoiler. Spoilers! Yeah, so here's my whole thing. It's this movie, Chapter 2, it's just so much movie, you know? It's like all the movies, you know what I mean? It's all (laughs) movie all the time in your face. It's not quite at the level of like a crazy Michael Bay movie. You know what I mean? It's not quite there yet, but it needs to calm down. It need, I was I was texting Albert. It's like it's like I think the the, the director is like is using a little bit of coke and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's just too much. You need to calm down a little, a little bit. The biggest complaint I have with this movie is just the pacing of it. It's just the pacing is just even though it's like a two hour and forty minute forty five minute movie, it just goes like hundred miles per hour. It's like one pace. It's just like zoom. You know what I mean? That's all it does. You know what I mean? I'm talking about the. I'm talking about the editing. I'm talking about the cinematography. I'm talking about the special effects and stuff like that. It's just like uh, it's just a combination of those three things. It's just like it's it's just too much. It's just too much movie. You need to calm down a little bit. Yeah. The one the one word I described it was it was very indulgent. It almost seemed like the director writer did just like you know what they're gonna watch it anyway. We're gonna do yeah. everything we can. Yeah. We're gonna toss in everything in the kitchen sink essentially, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Except for the turtle in the book. No turtle. There is a turtle though. It's uh, not them. 
not the god yeah. turtle, yeah. turtle, but there's a, a toy turtle, turtle in the. I think classroom. this is an Easter egg. It's Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> it's an Easter egg for mm-hmm. for book readers. Yeah. Right. So, uh, but, but the whole thing is that it, to me, it didn't even feel like a movie. It felt like like a four episode miniseries mm-hmm. made into a two hour and forty five minute series because mm-hmm. they're literally dedicated like a chunk of the middle part to flashbacks with the kids, mm-hmm. with the same themes they covered in the first movie. Yeah. To be fair, they have to c- cover it again only because. Uh, another another alert, over overarching theme is about forget uh, forget I mean forgetting your past you know right I mean? and having to relearn it so you can move forward and stuff like that. So unfortunately, it, it, I I understand why some of it has to be kind of re- repetitive. Right, and stuff like that. I understand that too. Mm-hmm. But there's also one word that I would describe: editing. Yeah, <laughs> come on, it didn't need to be that long. You can edit down those flashbacks. I know you want to show the kids in this movie as well as as well as the. The D age version of uh, of Wolfhard, Wolf Wolfhard, whatever his name is. Uh, they, de-a- they they did so much the aging. They took out his chin. Yeah, they took out yeah. his eyes too. It's yeah. like it's like his glasses yeah. are frosted over, and he looks pale as crap. Yeah. And it's like, what happened there? Is this the only time a fifteen year old had to be de aged to twelve year old? I'm looking at these three the, the kids and stuff like that. Oh my god, they added de age these kids. Really? Did they grow that much? And they look like, I I mean. I, no, I, th- I think he grew up a lot. He, he grew part, up the most. He yeah. Grew, yeah, he grew up the I most. I think the girl and the fat kid grew up the least, right? Yeah, they, 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 they got away with it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Wolfhard, the Jewish kid, they did a lot of like the aging. It's like, they're like missing, they're like glowing. They're like anime characters and stuff like that. They, they, they were like shining and, and bright so much. I was like, yeah. Oh, I, I felt like they had to be yeah. also squatting down so they can get the proper size now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it was yeah. it was weird. Like, yeah, I get you want to show off the kids in this movie, mm-hmm. even though they were they had the whole movie to themselves in the previous one. Mm-hmm. But it does, it almost felt like filler. But like yeah. you said, it's not completely filler because there's a purpose to it. Right. And you know what? I like the kids. I like seeing yeah. the kids, but... You know, you know, if you want to have a tight narrative, you should have gone like, yeah, we don't need that. Yeah. It also tells you that they don't have really stories for the adult. Because the thing is about the first movie, I was really invested in the kids' lives and where right. they were and how they grew over the course of the movie. In this movie, I really, besides Bill Hader's character, I really didn't, wasn't really interested or involved in any of the adults' lives and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I really didn't give a rat's ass. I mean, I saw the movie, obviously. But I, I still have no idea why does Jessica Chastain uh, falls in love or gets with the, the fat kid and stuff like that. Besides the fact that he's really good looking now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I understand yeah. why yeah. he is, loves her because she, she's the one, one person that's He's been her. carrying a torch for her. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and justifiably so because you know, she, she was very kind to her and stuff like that. But I have no idea why it's reciprocated and stuff. Other than the fact that she realized that he had a crush on her and stuff like that. But right. that's not a reason for well, I, I think the problem there too is that she... Well, see, the problem with that plot it's, line, which is also in the book too, mm-hmm. is that all this time she thought it was, it was Bill. Right. That, that that was the one that saved her from her life in mm-hmm. in in uh, Derry, Maine, mm-hmm. right? So now that she realized it was actually uh, the fat kid, what's his name? <laughs> ben. Yeah, sure. Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does that suddenly like change her feelings for Bill right. into Ben? Yeah. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't. In that context, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's like one of those uh, those romances that are just gonna fizzle out because yeah. they realize they have nothing else in common. Yeah. Right, but then I'm I'm projecting here too. I, f- I feel like she's completely wasted. Just like in uh, it's the second time uh, she's been wasted in the movie it's after uh, Dark Phoenix this year. I think she's completely wasted. Well, not only that too, but I like I like how uh, the young actress so- so- Sophia Lillis. Sure, sure. Young Bev. Young Young Bev. Yeah, I like how Young Bev always seemed positive, mm-hmm. even though she had a crappy life. Mm-hmm. Jessica Chastain did not capture that. Yeah, 
she always seemed kind of more serious than than than, than that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of liked the way that the young actress did Young Bev. Yeah, Jessica Chastain, who's super talented. Big fan of her. She just looked kind of bored. She it seemed, of, yeah, it seemed like a misguided. Like she, she, I think she re- she recognized her her part was underwritten and stuff like that. Because she's just a very smart lady and stuff. I think she just sort of went through the motions and stuff like that. I, now, I, now compare that to James Ramson, who's the adult version of Eddie. My God, that is the version of like like he's trying to mimic the kid actor who played who played young Eddie. Oh, the Narai kid, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. That one. Good. Those two were like they're really in sync. It yeah. almost it almost seemed like he was an older adult version of that actor who played mm-hmm. Ed, the young Eddie, yeah. right? And it was impressive. It was like it's like really wow, good. it's actually pretty good. It's really good. Yeah. He did a better job having an older version of Eddie than than uh, Zachary Levi did as an yeah. older version of the other kid mm-hmm. in Shazam. The other, if we're just going to go through kid by kid, the other one I felt uh, lacking was actually James McAvoy. I'm actually oh big, my gosh, yes. I, I'm a big fan of James McAvoy, but mm-hmm. all he does in this one is just scowl. Uh, no, that and just yells. He plays a crazy person. Yeah, like if I was a kid and James McAvoy came at me yelling at me, "You have to get out yeah. of there!" I'm like, uh, "Crazy person, leave me alone." <laughs> Take it down a notch. Easy, <laughs> easy. Again, James McAvoy, complete waste. He's just like, like a scowling, yelling at people, right. and stuff like that. Complete wasted. And which again, is the opposite of Bill when he was younger, because mm-hmm. he was like a, a leader type character. Mm-hmm. James McAvoy's adult version was not a leader type character yeah. at all. None of the good traits carried over into his adulthood and stuff like that. Yeah. And just going down the line, the the black kid, who is? Who is? <laughs> name? Name? Uh, the name, black kid so is... I so I don't keep using black kid? Uh, Richie? Richie? Is it Richie? I thought Richie was Bill Hader's character. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mike. 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 There Mike. you go. Back. Mike Harlan. Mike, like See, I knew Mike Harlan. Yeah. Uh, play, played by the old Spice guy. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, just in, in, in it tradition... The black character Mike is completely wasted because all he does in this one is just uh, he doesn't have a he real lies. Sto- yeah, he, he lies. He doesn't have a real story arc. All he does is, is exposition. He just tells you, you know what I mean? Right. Oh, hey, thanks for doing all the legwork, Mike. You know what I mean? Thanks. And then he just explains what's going on in the movie. I didn't give a thing. He's not a real character necessarily. You know, what I mean? they get they throw him a little bone at the end, saying, "Oh, now he can go live his life." You know what I mean? Now he's going to travel the world. Stuff. But for the most part, he's just he's just spouting exposition and stuff like that. You know what, right. what I mean? He's completely wasted. And what was the one more character? Uh, we already mentioned Bill Hader probably steals the movie. Yeah, he probably we'll, saves we'll the save movie. Save for last. Yeah. Uh, Stan. Stan was really short. He killed himself as an adult. Right. We, yeah. well, we knew yeah. that from, from the from the from the book. Yeah, and, and, the and re- refresh your memory. But the scene where he was doing his uh, Jewish thing mm-hmm. was that a deleted scene from the first movie? I don't know. Actually, when, let me when, have, I was, uh, when I was watching that, I go, I've seen this before, and I think it was a, it was a deleted scene from the. In the first movie, but they still did the aging thing, though. That's why I thought it was, it was still the shot for this movie. And also mm. in the flashback scenes, correct me if I'm wrong, but those flashback scenes, flashback scenes, supposed to take place during during the time where they broke up, right? Where they broke up, yeah, yeah. But how, but why were there also scenes where they actually got back together at the club? Because it seemed like in the first movie they broke up and didn't get back together until the very end. Yeah, it, it was a weird retcon, but it seemed like after the main event, right. No, wait, is the is the clubhouse after they defeated it the first time? I was it? Maybe. It's oh, how, I guess I guess, I guess it, that would make sense then. And then yeah. when they broke up was before that. Yeah. So okay. that would make sense actually. So it's a sprinkle of after they defeated Pennywise finally at the right. end. And when they fought in the in the house, right? Right. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. would make more sense because there are scenes where whenever they go to in the phone booth to take the pictures, they're mm-hmm. all together and they're happy. Maybe that takes place after after they defeated Pennywise, I guess. No, that, that 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 makes more sense to me. If that's if but, the, but the thing is the what do you call it? But the after defeating Pennywise, uh, that movie it seems like 
this is the last time they'll be together. You know what I mean? It, right. You right. just get that feeling this is the last time they're going to go to separate after, after today, but I guess. Unless it all happened in one day. Like they 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 they, sure. they they cut their they cut their palm and and then they they go let's just take let's have one one last adventure yeah. together in Derry before yeah. we go our separate sure. ways. I mean, should we get a tennis shop? And guys, we, we have we have a clubhouse now yeah, too. I know. You know, it's like, right. I think right. I think I think. All right, right. Let's just give them the give them that conceit. Let's not bust the balls. Are we missing anybody else before we head before we do Richie? I think that's everybody. Yeah, I think that's everybody. Yeah, so we, I, we cover Bev and stuff like that. Bev, we prefer the younger version of Bev versus Jessica Chastain because I do like the scene where her she her head catches on fire. Yes, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a pretty good scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, did they retcon the dad? Because the mean? dad was all like, "I'm never gonna hurt you, or whatever." But I thought they was they established that he was kind of yeah. He's, he's, I mean, it's one of those things where the abuser says he's not gonna abuse you, but he actually abuses you and stuff like that, right? Because yeah, because in the first one, they they strongly imply that he physically and sexually abused her and stuff like that, and same thing with this one. Right, yeah, because especially with with who she ends up with in in real life, right, her, exactly. her, her husband mm-hmm. and whatnot, right, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, let's go talk about Bill Hader, Richie. He, yeah, Richie. Yeah, he's, he's great. He's uh, he steals the show. Yeah, he has the best lines. He has the most kind of like, um, uh, not art, but also the most uh, uh, the most kind of uh, the most fat, the most different facets. You know what I mean? There's different tones to him. There's different shades to him. You know what I mean? He covers more emotional race than the other characters and stuff like that. He felt like more of a real person. I, th- I thought he was great. He does. Plus, he also has a, kind of a character act as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like from the beginning where he didn't want to do anything with that. And then, and then it kind of grows to he he needing to be there, and yeah. plus his whole the, the, the he's gay kind of thing too. Yeah, you know that kind of applies to too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He 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 is actually he really is the best one. They it's almost like they save all the best lines and the best scenes for Bill Hader. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, like the scene with the, the, the three doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that, that was fantastic. Yeah, I love that scene. Yeah. yeah, that's great. But going back to my issues with the movie and stuff, I think my issues with the movie can be crystallized in just one scene, right? This one scene is when it's early on in the movie is when uh, Mike takes uh, Bill, Billy, okay. to the library, you know what I mean? And they go up to where he lives and stuff like that. And that's, you know, to, to, for him to explain the whole Native American aspect and the whole the ritual. Of it, yeah. the, that, that scene starts with like an overhead shot and this like blaring, uh, kooky music and stuff like that. I'm like, Calm your s down. Calm down, man. It's just where he lives. You know what I mean? You don't, the movie, like I said earlier, like I said earlier, this movie is on too much. It's like every moment doesn't have to be a scene where like, ooh, it's spooky. Ooh, you know what I mean? It's or like, does it? Yeah, it, it apparently it does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, it starts with overhead shot, like it's blurring music. But that scene leads up to him having that um that that trip. You know what I mean? The the thing that's the part where it's supposed to get spooky. You know what I mean? That's what's supposed to get weird. So. You have to build up to that. It has to be like a gradual thing. You know what I mean? This movie is just on like all the time. It's hitting you over the head all the time. Unlike the first one, where, like I said, the first one where it, it it's really about the kids' lives and then certain things happen and then they have to kind of deal with it and all that stuff. You know what I mean? There's a better sense of pacing in the first one. This one is just like in your head all the time, in your senses all the time. I think, I think the way I described it to a friend was that a coworker actually who asked me like a solid movie ago. It has a great plot, mm-hmm. but the narrative could do some work. Yeah. Yeah, I think there is a difference between plot. Pacing is horrible. Yeah, there's, there's a difference between plot where you can literally read a, mm-hmm. read a list of everything that happens in the movie and go, oh, that sounds like, that sounds yeah. like a good movie. And the way it actually plays out yeah. in the narrative. Yeah. It, it's, it really needs to be edited down 
And I, the pacing needs to be worked out more. I really do feel like the first 40 minutes of this movie is sort of a, uh, it's just a mess and stuff like that. It starts with uh, something that people, I've seen people online pro, uh, giving, giving a shit about, and it's well-deserved, where the two homosexual, I mean, the one homosexual character gets killed and stuff like that. It's like, that's, you, you really can't do that in this day, day and age and stuff like that. I are know. You, it's, are, you saying it's ex, are you saying it's exploited? Yeah, exploited, it's exploited and stuff like that. You, you go on, uh, you Google, you go on YouTube, you just type in like LGBTQ representation in horror movies you'll see a lot of uh, uh essays and stuff about how in horror movies uh the gay characters uh, gay characters always seem to be miserable they always seem to die and they always die because of their homosexuality and stuff like that it's a, it's a major sticking point in the community and stuff like that and i i felt it when i first saw it. i was like oh man don't kill off the gay characters don't and you kill them off specifically because they're gay you know what i mean the fact that the, they were they were attacked for being gay he's thrown over the bridge because he's gay you know what I mean? It's it's one thing if Pennywise, Pennywise just kills them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the fact that the they were murdered beforehand, or they were attacked beforehand for being gay, is really bad. And I know it's from the book. That that thing's actually from the book, right? And uh, Stephen King wrote it in the book and stuff. Like that. But that's been like thirty years since that. You know what I mean? And since that time, the community, the LGBT LGBTQ community, have said they don't like this this portrayal in in horror movies. That's why you have to sort of change things. That this is why you adapt works for movies and stuff like that. So that's that's a, that's number one. That's a that's a big thumbs down from from just the beginning. And then when they kind of reintroduce all the characters, I thought it was just poorly written. It's just sloppy. You know what I mean? Uh, you see uh, Bill uh, at Warner Brothers shooting a movie. All the dialogue seems cheesy and corny and stuff like that. The thing with Bev and her, her abusive husband seems like melodramatic and stuff like that. Then you see the fat kid uh isolated from the board with the architecture and it's just like well it like, goes with your teams i know their, but it's traumas. just so over the head it's so obvious it's so redundant like, yeah that's what i mean because i think there's no subtlety to it yeah as, as, as i said as opposed to the book where all this stuff is parallel so you're actually yeah. looking at adults and kids going through their trauma mm-hmm. at the same parallel time mm-hmm. this movie doesn't have the luxury because yeah. they already did that in the first movie mm-hmm. But then they had to do it again. So it's like, oh, come on, guys. It's so, and I thought they should spend more time uh, uh, before they got back together in Derry. I thought they should spend more time seeing what their lives were like. Instead of the these, movie like, will be even longer. I know, but instead of these 30 second windows that went into it, which is like I said, it was poorly written, poorly done. There was this one, the scene where they introduced the, the Narai kid with the, him yelling at, as, as, as wife. You know what I mean? It's like he's going like 30, 40 miles an hour down New York. The heart of New York, without running into a red light, until he finally ran into cars. Like all that just was poorly done. I thought the first hour was like a disaster. I didn't like the first. You hour You like at the, all. the Chinese restaurant scene? Uh, that's fine. But it's that one. That scene kind of went a little bit too long. At some point, I think it was long enough because of the the. Well, okay, the one thing about this movie that I really like is the the creature work, the creature design. That's fine. It's fantastic because yeah. they're, they're like nightmarish looking, yeah. and the, the Chinese scene was that thing. It was like like oh my god, this thing is disgusting looking, and and I don't want to see this. Yeah, but how long are they gonna yell in that room before somebody comes in and says, "Hey, what the hell's going on in here?" Well, yeah. that that is exactly what happened. Yeah. in the thing though. Yeah. So, I thought that was fine. I thought the best, the other best scene that outside of Bill Hader scene is the one where uh, Pennywise, uh, what do you call it, uh, kills a girl underneath the right. I, I thought that was really good because that I like the way that's paced. I I like the way that's unfolded. I like seeing Pennywise's strategy to lure her in some of that mm-hmm. I thought that was great I thought that was the best probably the best scene well, in the movie there, there are a couple of those kind of things where Pennywise is just, trauma, just, it's just like terrorizing people even our the main character kids mm-hmm. 
Um, technically, those are fillers. Yeah. But at the same time, you kind of get that reward of seeing how those things play yeah. out. And like I thought, like that, that scene underneath the bleachers. Yeah, And I like that scene also because sometimes they, re- they rely too much on the special effects of Pennywise. They made him a big spider. I, again, I know it's from the book and stuff like that. But I like it when it's just that actor, the clown. You know what right. I mean? Uh, seducing, you know, what I mean, just without the whole makeup and special effects of it all and stuff like that, you know, what I mean? I, it, 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 like I said, it's not quite Michael Bay in your face, but it's enough of a in your face where you're kind of like, all right, he, he, at some point, I, I, I kind of tuned out, you know, what I mean, um, I mean, I mean, I like the scares, I like the scares of the movie. Um, oh, there's a really legitimate scares and stuff, right? But the then, see, like I said, we wouldn't have those if they cut out all the stuff that we're telling them to cut out. Yeah. So this it's like a give or take situation. In, in like, yeah, well, you don't need the scene, but it had a good scare, you know, that kind of thing. I don't know if I would cut any of this. I just like, I just don't like the way it, the pacing. I keep going back to the word pacing. I just don't like the pacing of the movie and stuff like that. It just seemed off. I feel like it should have just been a TV series. Yeah. Yeah. I think this one could have done being a two parter. What do you think of that? You know what I mean? A part one to chapter two and part two to chapter uh, chapter two. Mm. It's just like it's just it's just it's just like eh. How, how about the uh, the grandma? The are you still daddy's little girl, man? That's pretty That's amazing. Yeah, and I did like the bringing back the psychotic uh, guy from the mental institution coming back, and you know, even though you kind of forget, even though you lose track of him after like an hour, right. you know, and then he just randomly shows up and stabs the guy. I, yeah, and like shouldn't he be dead after that stabbing the heart thing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, there were certain kind of plot holes that were not really explained. Like, okay, yeah, the, the kids were getting killed by Pennywise. Is there no fallout from that? Well, that's whole, that goes with the whole idea that Jerry's under some sort of spell. Spell and stuff like that. Actually, what the one I don't get is like, okay, the guy escaped from the mental institution or whatever, or whatever, and then his driver is a zombie dead by his buddy from back in the day. Right. Where's, where did that guy go? Is he still around? And, the, yeah. and, the, and when he drives around, does he obey all the traffic laws and stuff like that? Does he obey? <laughs> you know what I mean? Does he, does he stop at red lights and stuff? Like, you know, what's yeah, going on? Yeah, those here? are things that the, the movie doesn't really address. Yeah. Which I guess is fine because there'll fine. be even more I'm just, stuff. That, I'm just busting balls. I know. But at the same time, they introduce it. You know, a little one, one line would, would be nice, I guess. Yeah. You know, like, and, and I kind of just want to get a resolution of the kids. Because at least in the first movie, mm-hmm. you see the kids like up in the air, like mm-hmm. they're floating, right? Yeah. So they, and then they, their soul is released. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't have any of that. Yeah. None of the kids who were killed in the movie in chapter two got their souls released or whatever. And also, they also didn't wrap up the the, the plot point of uh, Beth. I I can see all the every way everybody dies and stuff like that. Right, right. Wait, right. did you did you know about the guy who was gonna get stabbed by Pennywise at the end? Did you see that? What kind yeah, of? Why didn't you warn him? Yeah, heads, heads up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, to that, be fair, he didn't he didn't he got he didn't die. So mm-hmm. there's that. Uh, but yeah, but that does that has, has there's no resolution. So, and I thought when they and going back to the guy who who I forgot the kid's name, but the, that 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 got out of the the mental institution, I thought they were that would be more of a thing. You know what I mean? I thought that'd be like a character thing where like, hey, the, I think in the books it was. It's supposed to be right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I think I read. I think I read this book, but yeah, it's supposed to be like a thing. You know what I mean? So again, that's that's a, that's under that's something that's underutilized. I think that they should play that up a little bit. More. It is weird how this movie has way too much of certain things, and then we have way too little of certain things. So it's yeah. like. Pacing, editing, yeah, yeah. Uh, and just fillers, but yeah. they weren't really fillers because they they serve a purpose. Like, yeah, yeah, and it's kind of all over the place. Everything and everything, all the character stuff, like it's, it's just everything's kind of underwritten and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Especially like, Bill. I'm I'm very disappointed with how Bill played out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the crazy point, person. Yeah, the thing you, you you his conclusion at the end is like he's curing a survivor's guilt, and so I, you kind of get that. You know, you get it. And it's like all right. 
Yeah, even Ben didn't really have much of an arc. Yeah, he's he grew up and he looks like a handsome guy now. I don't know. Yeah, but that's about it. His his character trait is like I'm still in love with Ben. Yeah, that's his character. That's trait. his defining character. Yeah, I thought at the end when he was getting buried, I guess he getting buried by himself. I get, I guess that's the metaphor. But I thought he'd be buried with like sugar and stuff like that. I thought they were play up the fat play. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we do we do fat jokes, right, guys? Right, guys? No, no. I, I guess. I guess it. I, I was really disappointed because like I, I was a big fan of the of the first the, one, for yeah. chapter one and stuff like that. This is everything's like so underwritten. Everything, but everything else is like hyped up everything's cranked up to you like you love it you know I, mean? I, I still liked it i just still liked it quite a lot just i didn't love it's it fine. as much as the first one i think it's fine yeah I, I think it's fine like i said if you have really low expectations and stuff like that i think it's a movie for you it's just, i don't think it plays well if you watch it back to back with the first one mm-hmm. i just don't think it, it, I, don't just, I just don't think it plays well if you watch it back since to i saw chapter two i actually went back and watched snippets of chapter one and it part, i mean i didn't see the whole thing but like little snippets of it, but it holds well the things i, I complimented of, about the pacing and stuff you can still see it. it. I love the way it's paced. I love the way it's shot. That's right. the other thing. The cinematographer is a Korean the cinematographer. He he didn't come back for this movie. He he did something else. Oh really? Yeah yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah so, yeah. But, so. yeah. but either, either way, either way, I I still I still enjoyed it. Um, didn't like it as much as the first one, but, but I still enjoyed it. And I guess that's all I could really ask for mm-hmm. it. No, for of it. Sure. No, there were there were more things. There were more things. But yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. This was episode 253 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Works Network. Bye.